Hi everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Paranormal Among Us. Kind of a different different episode today. You might remember that on episode 7, we heard from Ron James from MUFON. We talked about UFOs and he talked about his new movie, Accidental Truth, UFO Revelations. I figured that in this episode, we would keep that UFO talk going with some information about possibly the most historic UFO incident in U.S. history, that being the Roswell alien crash. In June 1947, a Roswell, New Mexico rancher named Mac Brazel discovered some unusual debris on the ranch that he tended, items like tinfoil, rubber strips, and unusual sticks. He held on to the debris, trying to figure out what he was going to do with it. It took him about a month to decide to take the debris that he had collected to the Roswell Sheriff, who in turn contacted the Roswell Army Airfield Colonel William Blanchard. Being intrigued by the findings, Colonel Blanchard ordered Major Jesse Marshall to investigate the crash site and the debris further. Once the report was complete, Colonel Blanchard ordered the ranch cordoned off and Army soldiers removed all of the debris from the site and sent it to the Army headquarters in Fort Worth, Texas. Initially, the Army command at Roswell had reported in a press release that a flying disc had indeed crashed in the area and the Army had collected the debris. This press release was later retracted and in a new press release in Fort Worth, the Army explained that the previous reports had misidentified the debris from a flying disc when in fact it was the remains of a down weather balloon with a metallic radar reflector attached and it was not a flying disc. Shortly after this new press release, public interest faded into part of UFO folklore. The Roswell crash was revived in the late 1970s when nuclear physicist and author Stanton Friedman interviewed Jesse Marshall, the Army Major who initially invested the crash, who is also the only known person to have accompanied the debris from the crash site to Fort Worth. This interview by Friedman and the accounts of the others in the late 1970s, early 80s, elevated Roswell from a forgotten incident to possibly the most famous UFO case of all time. Over the years, many books, television docuseries, and made-for-TV specials helped bring the Roswell crash significant notoriety. In fact, in 1997, a CNN Time poll revealed that the majority of the American public interviewed believed that aliens had been visiting Earth and that aliens had in fact crashed at Roswell, and all of the information was being kept locked up in secret by the U.S. government. In 1980, Charles Berlitz and William Moore wrote the first book on the Roswell Incident, titled simply, The Roswell Incident. In the book, the authors featured accounts of debris from Marcel as, quote, nothing made on this earth. Other accounts from people like Bill Brazel, son of Mac Brazel, neighbor Floyd Proctor and Walt Whitman Jr., son of news reporter W.E. Whitman, who initially interviewed Mac Brazel, say that the material that Major Marcel recovered had super strength to it, stronger than the material that is used on weather balloons. The book was the first to introduce that the debris recovered at, by Marcel at the Foster Ranch had been switched with debris from a weather device as part of the government cover-up. The book also suggests that the efforts by the military were described as being intended to discredit the reports and counteract the growing hysteria towards flying saucers. Also, the authors included two accounts of witness intimidation by the government, as well as the incarceration of Mac Brazel. 
Authors Berlitz and Moore also introduce another alien account, this one in Socorro, New Mexico, which is about 150 miles west of the Foster Ranch. Barney Barnett said that he and a group of archaeologists came across a crashed alien craft and its occupants on the morning of July 3rd, 1947. When they arrived at the site, they were led away by military personnel. Additional accounts report that the aliens and the craft from Socorro were transported to Edwards Air Force Base in California. In 1991, U.S. Air Force Reserve Captain Kevin Randall and former Director of Special Investigations at the Center for UFO Studies, Donald Schmidt, published UFO Crash at Roswell. In this book, the timelines of the incident were slightly altered, like the date when Brazel reported the debris and Marcel going to the ranch was said to be Sunday, July 6th, not the Monday, July 7th, like it was originally reported. It also said that Marcel and an unidentified CIA agent spent the night at the ranch, gathered material on Monday, then returned to Roswell Base in the early hours of Tuesday, July 8th. Also in the book, a new witness comes forward in 1989. Glenn Dennis was watching the popular TV show Unsolved Mysteries when an episode featuring the Roswell crash aired. He called the show's hotline and gave descriptions of alien autopsies. This was the first account of alien corpses at the Roswell, Roswell Army Base. The UFO crash at Roswell book also established a chain of events that had alien corpses seen at the crash site, the bodies being shipped to the Roswell base, witnessed by Dennis, then flown to Fort Worth, Texas, then finally moved to Wright Field in Dayton, Ohio. In 1992, a third book, this one written by Stanton Friedman and Don Berliner, called Crash at Corona. They called it Corona instead of Roswell because Corona was geographically closer to the Foster Ranch than Roswell is. The authors suggest that there was a high-level cover-up of the UFO recovery, which was based on documents that were unanimously dropped off at the UFO researchers' home in 1984. These documents were from 1952 briefing to then-incoming President Dwight Eisenhower and it described a high-level government agency whose purpose was to investigate the aliens that were recovered at the, cross, the Roswell crash site and to keep the information hidden from the public. The timeline of events that, it, that this book gives are the same as the ones given in the UFO crash at Roswell. This book, however, reported that Mac Brazel was taken into custody for about a week and was escorted to the offices of the newspaper, the Roswell Daily Record, on July 10th, where he gave an account of the incident that he had been told by the government to give. Crash at Corona sticks with the same timeline of events from UFO crash at Roswell, where aliens were seen at the Roswell Army Base, as per Glenn Dennis's account, then shipped to Fort Worth, Texas, and then finally to Wright Field in Ohio. Crash at Corona does suggest that as many as eight alien corpses were recovered from two crash sites, three dead and possibly one captured alive from the Foster Ranch, and three dead and one alive from the Socorro site. There have been a number of other books on the Roswell UFO crash. The area has even become a very hot tourist attraction. The city boasts the International UFO Museum and Research Center, Roswell UFO Spacewalk, the Alien Gift Zone Shop, and many other great attractions. So I wanted to give you a little bit of insight into one of the most popular and most important UFO incidents in the United States. 
And of course, there are thousands more UFO encounters over the years. Like I mentioned in the previous episode, you can find case files on Roswell and other alien encounters on the MUFON website. That's www.mufon.com. Or you can head over to the J.L. and Hynek Center for UFO Studies site. That is www.cufos.com. And you'll find a ton of information there as well. As always, thank you for watching. Hope you learned a little something today. And if nothing else, I hope you found it entertaining. Remember, if you have a paranormal story to share, or if you know someone who does, please email me at paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. That's paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. And I'll read the, the stories on a future episode. Until next time, thanks again for watching. Stay safe, everyone. And I will see you on the next episode of Paranormal Among Us.